Jennifer Stone reporting, where no others will. The King's Cross Sting was working on bringing down a drug network that had never been brought down before. How did we know that? Because the drugs never stopped in King's Cross. How do we know that the drug network was never brought down? Because the subfloor in the brothel in King's Cross was never exposed. It seems as though across the world the mafia are coming down. And the mafia links in to this. That, hey, you know, the mafia is letters that align for multiple families that join together. In Australia, there's nine families controlled the drug network. Don't you think it would be easier for the police just to deport a lot of them that link into this? And then say, hey, we don't want the mafia in Australia. But it doesn't happen like that. The police have to catch them at the crime and that that crime be serious enough that they can deport them. The problem is to deport them and to get the money to, for the Australian government is hard. So on the 30th of September, it was reported in the UK, there were 300 arrest warrants issued. Now, they were for fugitives across Europe and they were all arrested in lockdown. So this COVID lockdown is a reason, one of the reasons why the police are really getting on top of the mafia links. And it's done by the National Crime Agency. Now, we link into that in Australia and many countries around the world do too. And it links to human trafficking, sex crimes, drug smuggling, money laundering and many other offences. The NCA, Arthur Whitehead, said... Uh, the lockdown was unique for us because it produced an opportunity for limited travel for those serious organised criminals that look to evade us on a regular basis. Well, that's right. They could get them. And that was very important. You know, it's not just in Australia the mafia links. The mafia is controlled. It links to the Calabrian mafia. But what I found here was... The Calabrian Mafia was five families and Australia had nine families. We had links to New York, to Florida, to California, to Mexico, to China, to Korea, to Hong Kong, to Germany. And I kept investigating. You know, some say we're bringing down the Wizard of Oz. And the relationship to The Wizard of Oz was about Dorothy who walked down the golden brick road, the yellow brick road. And they called Darlinghurst Road the golden, um, the gold strip, the golden strip. Uh, but it is a link to the pavers, the gold pavers that they talk about in King's Cross to the missing gold bullion of Kerry Packer. You know, the scarecrow in The Wizard of Oz was supposed to be stuffed with cannabis. And pot is the basis of this gang. So if we legalised pot around the world, we would take, I reckon, 80% of the bottom of the mafia money. Now, 
most people would only have a bag. You know, the most I saw in King's Cross, they'd take a bag of 20 bucks. And many only need a little piece, and that will do them for a while. Now, you could think about legalising the pot of cannabis and think about all the dying of cancer. And then how does it work? It remineralizes the body. And that's the secret. The plant chlorophyll is exactly the same um, structure as our, as our own body. Except in a plant, the key is magnesium. And in our blood, it's iron. So you start to think, well, is it worthwhile legalising the pot? To destroy the mafia. You know, when you think about what Donald McKay was exposing, it was millions of dollars worth of pot back then. You know, we've just had major raids on the New South Wales coast up near Taree to do with pot, cannabis. Uh, some said it was Chinese crap that was getting grown. So it was the seed that was getting grown, the guys that were on the ground in King's Cross were telling me, hey, we know the difference and we know that's crap. You know, and then you start to think, well, do, and that was all organised crime. So do we allow everyone to have a plan in their backyard if they want to smoke? Do we allow everyone to um, just get on with life and think having pot growing is okay? It's like living in Byron or Nimbin. And the pot grows around there. You can smell it going into the suburbs and, and into the towns. And you start to wonder, well, is it really worth all this underground, um, you know, growing and that, if they could just legalise it? Do you know by legalising it, we'd have less people sick? We'd have cancer victims that would be able to remineralize their body through the cannabis. And if they wanted to use the theory of uh, 60 milligrams, 90 milligrams or 120 milligrams to, to flood their system with minerals, well, let it be and let's help them. It's a medical condition, cancer. It's, it's a treatment of chemotherapy and radiation that may give you life for a little while. It doesn't make it long-lasting. And people who take cannabis on a regular basis seem to have less likelihood of having cancer. Go have a look. Go talk around all the drug users I've talked to and you start to see there were common themes. The ones that took pot lived longer. You know, even though they weren't feeding themselves very well, they were getting fed free, and a lot of them would juice pot with other things. But if we legalised pot, we'd actually destroy the ice network. And that is a major thing that has been flooding the organised crime. So think about that. Should we legalise cannabis? Do you know when we get this police search warrant and expose this, Maybe the one thing I need to anoint, to help, is a cannabis licence so we can heal the sick and allow the people to try in controlled environments so they're monitored, so they're helped. 
to have a healing effect on their DNA. And let's see if by giving them the munchies that they actually eat properly and start to heal if they're given foods that will have the ability to put more minerals into their body. So in, King, in King's Cross, we have had not much happening in the last week. We've had shootings all over Sydney. We've had bomb hoaxes. But to King's Cross, no one would think anything. You know, I was talking to Alex this week and he said, there's nothing happening in here. The streets are bare. Do you know how bad that is? You know, there's a town there that was pumping and a vibrant and living life until a gang took over and the gang had too many criminals in it and they were wanting to hide murder. That's the gang that's killing King's Cross. So the police have gone around and given all these people uh, to do with the shooting murder of Menzie Harmsey, which is Brothers for Life. And they link it into the two gangs of um, crime families associates, of the Alamedine and the Harmsey families from moving around Sydney. So they've banned them, several friends and relatives. The, the police have taken this tough stance. So they've done public safety orders banning 22 people, mainly friends or members of the Almadine and Harmsey families, from moving across parts of Sydney. Do you know, if I was someone on the opposite team looking at this, I'd be going, hang on a minute, I've just shut down the Brothers for Life that were moving the drugs. And I'd be getting my new boys in the cross. Well, guess what? That happened. And what did the police do? Nothing. There are only kids doing it. They're just moving a bit of cocaine around. But hey, they're up the cross. And they're saying to people, we've come from out west. So the, the problem is, is the gangs. Expose the gangs, restore King's Cross and the nightclub. Will, will start up again, but in a different format. We're not going to have gangs running the nightclubs. No, 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 no. I'd rather put some church leaders in there and see how that goes. The Harnsey family and some of their associates are banned from going to parts of Western Sydney. So that's Mount Druitt, Duneside, Rudy Hill, Parramatta, Westmead and Marylands. Now, it's interesting that when I was looking at the nomads and how they were working, I went to Marylands, Westmead, Parramatta, Rudy Hill, Duneside and Mount Druitt. Now, why was I chasing about the nomads? Well, the nomads were the link to the brothel in King's Cross. And they say, allegedly, Sam Abraham has this gang that links to the scorpion. And it's interesting, Michael Ibrahim has the scorpion on his hand. And that was a scorpion tattoo that I got told by Danny, who has a sex worker, Natasha, that um, there's 20 of them that link into this gang. 
Now, no one talks about the scorpion gang, but we get the mark of the scorpion onto the cocaine. So the cocaine's moving in King's Cross. We don't have to think about that. It's moving. It mightn't be much, but it's still moving. And when you see people like the master come in from Hornsby Way, you start to wonder, why was he in King's Cross for? He came out in here for what? For one night to see what? Was he organising the drugs to come in again? You never know. This is King's Cross and it's all based on the drug network. Get the Expose the drug network and some things are going to roll. So then they had the, the brawl for Muhammad Harmsey was stabbed with a medical shiver by another inmate at John Moroney Correctional Centre. And then in the last couple of days, we had Michael Ibrahim being charged for threatening his sister to murder her and her family over the phone. Now, that's all before the courts, but it's this tick for tat. And you start to think, well, what's it all about? At the end of the day, what's it all about? They forgot that they're trying to move drugs for money. They've forgotten that it's all about the money. They've made it like this blood war. But really, it's blood money they're fighting over. Now, we start to think about the cocaine movements. And if it is the mafia they're bringing down, we'll have a look at this. The Joint UK and US Task Force seized 81 million pounds of cocaine in Caribbean bus. Now that's huge. And it's the cocaine that moves in these really tight um, drug networks right at the top because the people that are buying the cocaine have lots of money. It's all about the money and the prestige. But people forgot about all the cocaine dust that was in the toilets in the clubs around King's Cross and the white powder they fluff all over the toilets and, you know, the systems at the back of the toilets. I thought, how horrific. But, you know, they could do that and not get filmed. And that was part of it. So we have had massive busts. Now, it's not just there. We've had them here in Australia. We've had the police issuing how Austrac issued a 1.3 billion penalty to the Westpac for moving drug money around. We had Melbourne police arrest 251. We had Sam Ibrahim being deported to Lebanon. But hey, he's ended up on Christmas Island. He's only just left Sydney. The headlines were right. He's leaving Sydney never to return. But where's he gone? Christmas Island. What's Christmas Island for? Well, maybe for the worst of the criminals. You don't know. He's now a free man, but on Christmas Island? And there were planes moving out of Perth Airport the next day into Lebanon. But he was moved to Christmas Island. 
So there's more to see there. There's more unravelling. The police are trying to expose this network. So the seas of pot that I talked about that was up at, at Taree Way, that was $40 million. That's a lot of pot. You think if everyone could grow a plant that wanted pot, how good would, how much less the mafia would get, how much less control. But anyway, we've got to work on this because we're getting to the end. I know we're getting to the end because we can see that there's no one in King's Cross. The buildings are empty. So, hey, why build all these um, hotels at the moment? Remember when Juanita Nelson went missing? She was looking at the money and what was feeding these developments. I alleged it was the drug network. You know, many talk about the skyscrapers and the links to the cocaine as the um, property booms have happened and the use of the drugs. But the police are catching them. I know in Sydney there's been three major busts on cocaine and, and it's only been in the last, say, two weeks. So that's a huge amount that's been taken off the streets. But I'm sure they'll have more um, drugs you know, earmarked to come into our country. But hey, we just need a drug network to be exposed. That's never been exposed before. And then we'll have the reason why people go missing. Do you know someone who's on the missing persons list? I do. Juanita Nelson. William Terrell. Donald McKay. Maybe we could keep going. Christopher Flannery. Lisa Mott. But hey, Cheryl Grimmer. The gangs just keep doing a murder. But if there was a trophy taken at each, as when the theory is exposed, this brothel subfloor compartment is full. And they will be known as the most dangerous, most notorious gang in the world. Some call them the alleged mafia. Thanks for listening. We know we have the mafia in Australia. Read our books on the King's Rusting. Check out the reports. And have a read of the fall of the cabal. The deep state. The Illuminati. We're coming after you. And we're going to get some of the biggest crims in the world in the next couple of weeks. So just think, should we legalise pot and allow people to heal themselves? Are we going to give out medical treatment, medical licences for people to grow the cannabis to heal the sick? Well, I've applied. I've applied more than once, several times, because I want this to be allowed so people can live life and improve themselves, and have a greater understanding of how the minerals work in the body. Thanks for listening to King's Cross Sting. We're moving forward, and the Hope Poppy Foundation is coming alive. Thanks for listening.